1: Lonnie, mm-hmm. you know how I'm a hater at heart?
2: Intimately, yes.
1: <laughs> I think I've got a new thing that I just like in movies. Mm-hmm. Can go aside empty coffee cups and bad wigs.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think I like day for night shooting. Oh, okay. I feel like the shots are really flat, mm. there's no depth, I can't see what's going on. Because there's no contrast; it's all just like this grey black thing, and I just—do we have is that to? happening in this movie? Yeah, the one where she's naked and she's fighting the people because oh, they okay. take her clothes. Could you I see? I didn't notice
2: that. Is the, the I didn't think I was particularly like that, but I'll keep an eye out for it.
1: Is this going to be another thing like ADR where I'm highly sensitive to it, and you're like, I think it was fine. <laughs>
2: maybe i don't mind the wigs either to be honest people are always talking about bad cgi i'm like sometimes i see it but sometimes i'm like yeah it's close enough i don't really mind
1: <laughs> the okay. worst things
2: you can do in a movie i reckon
1: okay <laughs> hello
2: there everybody this is i only like you and movies that have feelings in the title My name is Lonnie Her name is Sine Hi
1: You
2: <laughs> for round two of the feelings tour
1: Feelings We're Talking feelings today
2: No hard feelings this time Great title
1: Great title I quite title. like it to be honest mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Also like the, the tagline Pretty awkward Levels you know
1: <laughs> There are levels
2: <laughs> it's Jennifer Lawrence's return to the big screen She's bringing along Andrew Barth Feldman Matthew Broderick is also in there, Laura Benanti, Natalie Morales, and the guy I just knew from The Bear and and Andor and whatnot, Richie from The Bear, his name is Eben Moss Bacharach. Do you know that, name? I I just realised, looking at the cast list, that I have no idea what his name is, yet I've seen him in, like, so many things over the last year or two.
1: Is he getting that guy status?
2: Very much so. (laughs) And I know him, and I'm like, I always like to see him. He was in the dropout as well, which we love. Yes. But if you'd asked me what his name was, gun to my head, I would not have known. How weird. Anyway, what is this movie about, Sonny?
1: This movie is about... um, uh, Yep. So...
2: (laughs) It always trips you up, doesn't it?
1: It somehow still shocks me when you ask, even though you ask every time. It's about... This kid, right? And his parents are worried because he's going to college and he hasn't lost his virginity. He hasn't had a lot of teenage experiences with drugs or alcohol or parties or friendships or girls. And so they put an ad out asking for someone to date their child.
2: And they mean date when they mean say date, don't they?
1: They mean date. Enter Jennifer Lawrence, whose character is Maddie. She is going through a hard time financially, needs a car, can't make her bills, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. And what ensues is just a sweet, fun, and lovely movie.
2: Absolutely, it reminds me a bit of Easy A. Yes,
1: which is great, yes, great movie. And
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's sort of in in like tone and jokes and and whatnot. But also, just like on the surface, it's a raunchy comedy. But when you watch it, it's actually quite sweet and tender.
1: It's not as raunchy as it was billed. Not like at all, I, I no. expected so much more. I expected like I don't know, super bad or like those horrible movies in the early two thousands, those really crass Judd Apatow movies. But this was like really sweet, you know.
2: You're right. the 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 only scene of of nudity, as you mentioned, is not played for the sexiness it's it's the fight scene actually
1: it's the fight scene and it's showing how unhinged she is as well i guess
2: absolutely and, and she doesn't care if she's nude yeah yeah and the rest of it is um it's more about the interpersonal relationships and i loved it
1: same i thought it was great i can't,
2: I can't believe it's getting mixed reviews
1: the return of the rom-com yes
2: these absolutely. are the
1: movies that raised me <laughs> and i love this turn for J law and i want her to be in other things like this this is incredible i
2: know she's so, she's she just fills she's up so the screen good. Right? <laughs> she's got the juice as the kids say
1: no, don't do the kids say that i'm a kid like and i say that. it so. okay
2: <laughs> no the juices and she's like she's got the fire she's she's great <laughs> stop
1: stop trying to get down with the kids <laughs> Has she got Riz, Bonnie?
2: She's got the energy. She's got so much Riz. He doesn't
1: She's have any She's got more Riz. than Baby Gronk.
2: <laughs> well, he's got... He's actually... He's got more Riz than he thinks. I think. The old Percy. As he was Why did you
1: call him Baby Gronk?
2: No, Baby Gronk was the one who had the Riz.
1: Oh, he was the original Riz guy. Sorry, yes.
2: He's the Riz king. That's yeah. right.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: No, very interesting movie and... Obviously, on the surface, like, he's like a loser kid. But as she gets to know him, like, they're from totally different worlds, right? He's like a rich kid. He's there for the summer and he's off to college soon. She's sort of left school early sort of thing and and is a self-made woman, Mm -hmm. but dealing with a lot of trauma. And she's cool and she, like, drinks with her friends on the beach and stuff. So they would never really cross paths in any sort of scenario otherwise. No. But unlikely friendship, of course, they've come to really love each other, you know, in their own sort of way. But I liked how he—he he could have just been a real loser kid, or I like reckon a real like, like you know, creepy incel or something like that, right? But actually, he's just like a bit of an awkward guy. He's—he's he's probably um has some sort of approaches to autism or something like that. But he's really sweet, and once he, they sort of get to know each other, they realize that they have more in common than than they might have thought otherwise.
1: Yeah, and it's also a nice way to explore the sort of age gap discussion that we're having, but inverse. Mm-hmm. Like we're, you know, Taylor Swift, John Mayer is in discussions and Jake and mm-hmm. Taylor Swift and everybody. Um, and it's interesting exploring this dynamic. I've seen people online be very upset about how inappropriate it was. Mm. I think you're missing the fact that this is based on a true story. <laughs> uh, some parents actually did this. So maybe direct your attention to that and not the people turning this into a movie.
2: Well, I think again we've that classic thing about depiction doesn't mean recommendation. Yes. And she's actually shown to be an awful person for much of the movie, yep. and her her journey is learning that she was taking advantage of the situation for her own benefit, even though she had her reasons. Mm-hmm. She was still doing a really mean thing. She was tricking him. Everyone's was. tricking him. Yep. You know. Um. And I think you know, with the age gap discourse, I think the age gap is an indication of someone who's being taken advantage of. Yes. Right. So when when Taylor Swift is nineteen, new to the industry, and this older bloke tries to show her the ways of the industry, but takes advantage of her by doing that in a sort of predatory way, mm-hmm. allegedly, that that is the issue there. In this film, he's actually shown to once once it all comes out, he has more power in the scenario. And even before then, he he doesn't come into it unwillingly as well. No. So he's been taking advantage of to a certain degree, but the film does address that because yes, the ramifications of that trick do do are depicted, right? So I agree. It's people are stupid, I guess. It's kind of the <laughs> the thing.
1: Well, it's it's lacking, you know, critical thinking skills and media literacy, I guess. Um, I, I thought this movie was, like, genuinely funny. Like, I laughed at several mm. points. I saw this um, movie in a tiny little cinema. I was only, like, 14 seats or whatever, and they were all old people. And there was just a dynamic of watching, like, I don't know, <laughs> sex scenes with old people. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, when she grabbed the lobster toy to clean up, <laughs> the whole cinema groaned. And I was oh, like, oh, this oh, yeah. <laughs> is very... Like, weird experience where I'm experiencing this with you in a weird dynamic. a bit of fun. Yeah, it was really, really fun. There's a dog in this movie named Milo, who's <laughs> the goodest boy ever, and I love him.
2: He's got his own problems, though.
1: Just don't say the word and he'll be okay. fine. <laughs> but one yeah. thing I really liked about this film is how um, intelligent it was in terms of filmmaking. Like mm-hmm. the director, really, Gene Stupnitsky. Oh my gosh, Stupnitsky. <laughs> Sorry, um, directed like? He was in, mm-hmm.
2: involved in the Office, Hello Ladies. He was a producer on the Jury Duty
1: recently. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's, I don't know. There's a clip of him going on inside his house or something when she's first trying to interact with him and there's sort of that pan to the right and she's watching him and it's like a horror movie. Like mm. cool, fun little things like that where it sort of, I don't know, takes some inspiration from other genres to sort of um, make it a really like, I don't know, well-directed film. Like it, it was just really, really great. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can
2: say this about any movie, but this could have been so bad, this it concept. It could have been so bad. In the wrong hands.
1: And I feel like we had bad movies like this in the past couple of years, which is possibly Mm. the reason why studios weren't investing in things like this. They thought audiences didn't want them. Mm -hmm. Turns out audiences love them, just not when they're crap. (laughs) Like, we want good ones. We want these, you know.
2: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, I really, I I think this one will hopefully stand the test of time, even though the Mm. initial reviews were maybe a little bit, bit um, mixed. What do you think of the general concept of the parents trying to uh, facilitate this experience for their son before he goes off to college?
1: Obviously, it's unethical mm. and not appropriate to be involving mm. yourself in your child's sex life. Mm. It's definitely crossing boundaries. <laughs>
2: mm. I kind of reminds me a bit of our discussion last week about you yeah, my feelings about the parents who were Mm-hmm. trying too hard to encourage their their son mm-hmm. and got to the point where they kind of smothered him a bit or didn't prepare him for the real world yeah it's, it's a little bit like this that they're trying to prepare him for the real world by giving him a, an experience that will help him in the future but by lying to him and bringing someone into his life they do not know what this person's like at all they met, met her once very true yeah maybe they should have just sat down with him and or maybe he doesn't have that sort of experience in his life. Maybe he's fine. Maybe he'll sort himself out.
1: You it know? is a very, like, yeah, they were projecting a lot and being like, this is what you need to have a true mm-hmm. trademark teen experience or whatever before you go off to college. Um, and, you know, it's possible that he never would have done that. Like maybe he's just not the person to do that. And that's okay too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know people can be asexual, maybe he would just be a late bloomer or or maybe he would have had a tough time at college but then that is what builds him up into the future. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, think... it's, it's it's interesting concept though. I, I like how it's played out but I think that is a good good thing to think about afterwards. It's like what were the intentions and what was the effect of what happened in this movie?
1: Yeah, and I think they get to there by the end when he's sort of like he needs to let me make my own decisions and, you know, mm. he can't get out of the – just a lovely little scene at the end where he can't get out of the door with all his suitcases and he's got to figure out which way to maneuver yeah. them and stuff. And I don't know, like that kind of spoke to me, to be honest. Like I, I went to America quite young with these massive suitcases and I was like, oh, shit, now I've got to figure everything out on my own. I guess I go mm-hmm. get the groceries and I guess I do all this. Um, and it's just, yeah, I think I think they come around at the end to understanding that yeah. they maybe didn't need to do that or or it wasn't the right thing to do, so...
2: Yeah, absolutely, and it shows a lack of faith in their son that they think he would not be able to work out on his own. it
1: does, it does. Um, Um, I'd
2: like to, Jennifer Lawrence, too, just quickly, she was also stuck in the past. Yes. About her relationship with her parents, and she was staying in the house because that's where her mum lived, but by, she was sort of telling herself that she was doing it for her parents or, like, for her mum, or she was doing all these things because she had a a traumatic relationship with her her dad, who was not around. Mm Mm-hmm. But ultimately she gets to the point where you know, I've, I've got to stop letting that define me and I've got to make my own life, make, make my own mistakes elsewhere. And I thought that was good. That sort of that mirrored their journeys together.
1: Yeah, and he helps her find that too. Like without mm-hmm. him, I don't think she would have gotten there and that's the point of the film obviously is that their hmm. their relationship is transactional to a certain extent, but they actually forge a proper friendship. Um, there's lots of discussions online at the moment about whether – Older people can be friends with younger people, particularly in a fan dynamic. Um, mm-hmm. And no, is the general consensus, because of the power imbalance there. But yes. I think at the end, there's no power imbalance. Like there's there's no romantic connection. Um, she's not taking advantage of him. They just went through this weird experience together and, you know, I kind of felt like she would be his sort of surrogate big sister from now on. Um,
2: Totally. That's the impression I get as well. Yeah. Um, and we, we, we love these movies where people come together in unlikely ways, but then they form the strongest connection. And yeah. I think that the parents did sort of get what they wanted. They wanted him to have a coming-of-age experience with an older woman. And he did, but not in the way they wanted to. And now he's yeah. got a, a friend for life, but not in the way that they, they thought it was gonna, just going to be, have a, have a fun, crazy weekend, and then he'll be okay. But actually he got something better. That's such a, a good a point, on, Yeah.
1: Like he almost in spite of them, he mm-hmm. was able to find his own way through it. I think um my favorite scene in the film is that that dinner sequence. I, I just think that's so beautiful oh, when amazing. he invites them yeah. all over and he goes off, tries to crash the car, so she can't <laughs> get the car as the re- reward. Um it's just so beautifully done and handled. I think Andrew is incredible from what i've seen in interviews he's not that different to his character (laughs) to be honest um but he's no they hit gold
2: didn't they with him they
1: really really did um yeah that whole dinner sequence was incredible about you know when the person knows that the shtick is up but they're trying to figure out if he knows and not that on too Mm -hmm. much like it's a really it was really well played
0: hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: He, he's also you. Do, you. do you remember the same word Sorry? Where he, when they're at the, at the bar and he asks for a Pepsi and they say, we don't have Pepsi. And he says, Shall we go? That is you. It's definitely you. You love Pepsi.
1: It's true. I'm going to get bullied on the <laughs> internet for this, though. Because <laughs> it's not the cool thing, Lonnie. It's not cool to like Pepsi. You have to like...
2: <laughs> That's the point of the scene, I think.
1: So, I'm not cool? Is this... Like, why are we attacking me all of a sudden? <laughs> Where is this coming from?
2: No, no I'm just saying. That, that reminded me of you. And I thought that was cute. I also liked when he was playing the piano in the, okay. the other restaurant.
1: Listen. You're at, you're at a dinner, okay? You're at dinner.
2: Okay, do, do, I, do I have Pepsi? Sure. We can stay.
1: <laughs> the official ranking goes Pepsi, Coke, no sugar, Coke, Pepsi Max. Thank you. Um, <laughs> all right, so you're having a dinner, right? Lovely little dinner by candlelight, having a great time. Someone's doing lovely piano music in the background. Wonderful. Sounds great. Then all of a sudden, the guy who's sitting next to you at the table gets yep. up, decides to play the piano. It's mm-hmm. not his, by the way. He didn't talk to anyone to ask for this. He just decided to do mm-hmm. it. And now he's singing quite mm-hmm. loudly. You're in the middle of a conversation. How do you react? What's your reaction?
2: At first, I'm confused. Yeah. But then I listen and I'm moved. And by the time he finishes... I stand and applaud with the rest of the the diners in the in the restaurant. And at first it's like one person's clapping slowly, but then we all start clapping. And then we raise him on our sho- on his on our shoulders. We throw flowers at him.
1: Oh my god. Is
2: that not what you would do? Well, you think it's a bit weird, would you? I would think
1: it's so weird. A
2: random patron just starts singing. It's a good scene, though, because she starts to realize he's more than what she thought.
1: It's a great scene. He
2: proved himself. And then it's followed up by a really amazing, awkward scene where mm. he's got, he's sort of getting attention from a friend, which shows to me that maybe he wasn't as bad as he thought and maybe he's got yeah. some self confidence issues, but mm. you know, he's sort of hitting it off with this woman, this fellow, fellow team. And then she doesn't like that she's getting jealous all of a sudden it's very cool
1: yeah every every scene is really well done in this film but yeah i just i was i just couldn't help but think like that's one of those suspension of disbelief moments that you have to have with movies sometimes yeah, it's Where movie. it's, which is fine it's just like if that happened to me in real life i would be so weirded out and like sorry sir sorry that you're having your main character <laughs> moment here but i'm just trying <laughs> to enjoy a nice dinner that's what i'll be like <laughs>
2: Nah, he's all right.
1: I don't know if I'm ready for Matthew Broderick to be grey and playing old dads.
2: I know. It's weird seeing him in movies these days, isn't it? Because he's so full of life as a kid in Ferris Bueller.
1: Yeah. Like, I-, I know people age. I understand that as a concept. But it's just weird. It's weird to see the people that we watched as kids get older. Yeah, no. Because it means we're getting older too, I guess. I'm not. Aren't you? No. You're a vampire, staying young. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) everything right.
2: Live fast, die young. Leave behind a good-looking corpse.
1: I yes, I know it's from a movie. I love that because it's like not you at all. (laughs) It's not how you live your life at all.
2: (laughs) How do I? How do I live?
1: (laughs) It's not live fast, die young. Live slow. Hang out.
2: Doing <laughs> doing not much.
1: You do a lot of things. Still
2: die young somehow. I, d- I don't
1: know. Honey, stop. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Just kidding. Another weird thing happened in this movie, right? Yeah. Is the fact that... So so Jennifer Lawrence's character, Maddie, has some friends who have a baby soon. Yeah. And they live in the place, but they're realizing they're going to have to move soon because they have the baby. They need family support and they can't afford where they're living at the moment. So Jennifer Lawrence sells the house to the husband, but yep. they don't involve the, the pregnant wife at all in the conversation. Big it's mistake. It's just like, by the way, you live here now.
1: Huge mistake. What, what if she? What if she <laughs> was excited about going to this new place? What if she'd found a place and was like, this can be good for us, a new change? What if, like, she wind up a
2: job down there or something? She'd or? never made
1: a comment about her always wanting the house or loving the house. It's not yeah. like that. they spent lots of time there as kids or something, and so she had an emotional connection to it. No, 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 no.
2: Like, I, I, I get it. it. It wraps up the story nicely. It solves her problem with the house. It solves that <laughs> sure problem. But maybe if she just asked them before, I know it's more visually impressive if like, oh, by the way, here are the keys. And then like, that's sort of how it works. But I don't know.
1: Yeah. Bit iffy on that.
2: But it works in the story. So I'm not really that that bothered by it. But just something to talk about on the podcast that we're doing right now.
1: Lovely. Would you like to come on a journey with me? Okay, where we go? We're heading straight to Twitter Corner. Back it up. Back it up into the corner or proceed to the corner? I'm still not sure.
2: Look, is the Sorry, corner is inside that, of...
1: Are you, is there a serial killer near you? I don't know if that <laughs> picked up. Is <laughs> a crow that's screeching? Is it a velociraptor? Have you opened like a portal to the center of the earth or something? What is happening over there?
2: Yeah, there's a dressy park here, didn't you know? <laughs> it's where I live.
1: Lovely. Um Yeah, yes. I can work
2: out if the corner is inside a building, so we're like stuck in the corner, or whether it's a corner we're turning.
1: I always see it as a corner we're turning. Like right. we're walking down the street and there's a building mm-hmm. and we're turning that corner. Into and a we new turn into? Yes, into a new area that is called. Is it an alley? Twitter. No, no, because that gets creepy fast.
2: I feel it like it's like a street party.
1: Oh, okay. That's fun.
2: Where everyone's there talking about. Yeah, a little stuff festival.
1: Yeah, that sounds great. Twitter corner. Okay. Um, Twitter. If anyone still doubts that Jennifer Lawrence is a movie star, I work in the cinema, and today, people who didn't remember the title just said, Tickets for the one with Jennifer Lawrence, please. She's literally in the, the one with club like Tom Hanks and Tom Cruise.
2: So, and who would doubt this? I guess she's been away for a little while, but.
1: She had some babies. Hey, baby? Did she? Yeah, she got married. She had a baby. She's been off doing stuff, you know. Interesting. But now she's back.
2: But, yeah, that's true. She's come back with a big bang, I guess, is what they're trying to say, and definitely.
1: Yes. Um, Zach Dunn, no hard feelings has made history as the first comedy in 10 years to not feature a character accidentally doing drugs. Yes.
0: <laughs> true.
1: I really hate it. That's that's one bit we hated about um, Booksmart. Wasn't that yeah, that sequence? Yeah, that was... It was a perfect film otherwise. They always turn into this just debased, drug, crass, Mm. horrible things. And this doesn't. There's sexy things. There's interesting things. There's nudity. But they pull back from doing anything completely over the top or ridiculous, you know? Like I... Mm -hmm. Well, in saying that, they're driving while holding to the windscreen of the car. But I liked that there wasn't like like a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um... So no hard feelings team responded to the controversy around premise of parents hiring to date their, date their kids. Mm. Um, the script reader says, I don't know who needs to hear this, but the goal of storytelling is not to depict characters who always act morally perfect, who never make a mistake or act in a questionable mm. way. I could go on, but I think the point is made. Like, yes, there is, there are films that present things and do not comment on them. But as you said, in this movie, they engage with it enough that it's the point like
2: yeah and always there, there, there are ways to do it that are bad and there are but the the content itself isn't necessarily if it's portraying something morally ambiguous i think this film is smart enough for you to draw your own conclusions which aren't this is a great idea everyone should do it it's the idea of like the the hypodermic needle impression of media it's like it just tells you things and you take the, the what they're mm. saying and then that's mm-hmm. how you live your life now. I think we're a bit past that.
1: Maybe we're I'll not, hope. though, because maybe people can't engage critically with texts anymore and they just want to be told how to feel. I don't know.
2: Well, that's true. There, there are enough people who, who worry about this sort of thing where mm. maybe we are not past that.
1: Yeah. Um, Alana? Bennett, I had so much fun watching No Hard Feelings. I laughed so much. And then I also felt things in the cast. I do not know Andrew Barth Feldman, but I am proud of him as if I do. <laughs> More raunchy <laughs> comedies with heart, please. I can't wait for Joy Ride is Stephanie Hsu, Ashley Park movie for Asian leads. Oh, yeah, going they're on an going back to China, aren't they? Yeah.
2: yeah. Looks pretty cool. It's funny looking at uh, Jennifer Lawrence's filmography. Mm. She's been in a lot of movies, but we've seen most of them. And, That's like, true. <laughs> you know, a lot of them are X Men or Hunger Games. Yeah. But things like Joy <laughs> in Passengers, Red Sparrow, Don't Look Up. Same I haven't seen those. Causeway yet. He liked it, though.
1: Causeway was good. Yeah. It was really good. All right, final tweet from Twitter Corner right. um, from Jacob Hall. Having slept on it, I think No Hard Feelings is pretty close to perfect. That screenplay is airtight, and Jennifer Lawrence gives her best performance. I think everyone will love it in 20 years and forget about the mixed reviews.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so funny. When, when a film was first released, we were all worried about the box office and the Rotten Tomatoes, but then a lot of films will just live on. Yeah. And we don't care so much about, like, what did EZA make at the box office or on Rotten Tomatoes? No yes. idea. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think about that a lot about, like, um, when we were kids, we grew up in the VHS era, aging ourselves here, um, and how you – end up watching the same movies on VHS because they were just the ones that you had Mm -hmm. not necessarily Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you didn't have the best movies ever made you didn't have like a little collection of you know highbrow entertainment you just had some on VHS and you just rewatch them and sometimes they're the most like I don't know they're the movies that connect with you the most and that stay with you the most because they're what's around and I just feel like this is the kind of movie that I would go back to and watch, you know,
0: mm-hmm. on a
1: Saturday afternoon or if I'm feeling sick or, you know, you want to put something on that's really fun and a really well, nice yeah, movie with a great message.
2: And a lot of movies, um, a lot of like shared culture is about what movies were played on TV a lot. Yes, back that's then true. Because you didn't yeah. have access to everything on an app. but Yep.
1: Yeah. And all you get to do is record the tv and then mm-hmm. try and fast forward the tape over the ads so you don't have too many ads in between that you have to fast forward through mm-hmm. that i mean titanic and pretty woman that's how i watch those movies as a child on <laughs> recorded VHSs that you'd have to fast nice. forward through the ads you know like um i hope i hope this movie also speaks to you know andrew's generation to the gen z It'd be mm-hmm. interesting seeing that from their perspective because um, obviously we're sort of in line with J Law, and we're closer to her age than we are to mm-hmm. his. Um, I wonder what they think of it. If they do, mm. they see movies. I'm sure they do.
2: I'm sure they do. Do <laughs> they
1: like movies? I hope so. They scare me.
2: I I just <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of one other thing that I think the film was sort of entertained, but didn't fully go through. Okay. Is when J Law goes to the party, the like the prom, after party, whatever yes. sort of thing it is, the Princeton yep. party. And she's there as this sort of older Ooh, person. Yes. Yep. And she starts doing some, like, dodgy things because she's angry at him or whatever. They've had a fight. Mm-hmm. But then the, the Gen Zs there, you mentioned the scary ones, they start following her and filming her and, and sort of calling her out and stuff like they, they do on the socials. And she doesn't do herself any favours and she starts telling them to piss off and stuff. Like I thought that was going to, to come back in some way, that she was going to be quote-unquote cancelled. Yes. But doesn't really. I also thought that maybe her behaviour would have you know, done something about his chances of getting into Princeton, but it doesn't, which is good, I guess. But that would yeah. really be just like a, a plot line that was kind of hinted at but not, not followed through.
1: Yeah, that's interesting.
2: But also I don't really mind because it was a great movie overall. <laughs> good.
1: All right, what are you rating it?
2: I'm gonna rate it five stars today
1: you just spoke about something that you said they didn't engage with and now you're saying it's perfect
2: no maybe it's more a four and a half for me for that bit and for the bit with the house
1: I'm gonna give it four and a quarter stars I really really liked it that's One other
2: thing maybe maybe the uh, the rest of the cast isn't quite at the level of Jennifer Lawrence and Andrew Barth Feldman, but yeah. he could be, you know.
1: I'd agree, except for um, Ebon, Ebon, Ebon,
2: Ebon. Do you want to look it up? Nah.
1: Okay. <laughs> if if you're listening, Ebon, Ebon, let us know.
2: <laughs> I just I just appreciate the fact that he's obviously sold his soul to the devil, and now he appears in everything these days. I'm here for it. And he, he's amazing in everything. It's, it's
1: Can we discuss why we're not getting season two of The Bear in Australia until like a month after everyone else?
2: I've so- got no idea. Sorry, it's is terrible. this
1: 2009 where I have to use Pirate Bay to download the new episode of Vampire Diaries on Friday morning because it's not airing in Australia? Like, what is happening here? I, I didn't do that, obviously.
2: No, of course you I'm didn't. I'm just
1: saying that's conceptually a thing that one could have done.
2: I... Um... I hate it because I'm getting spoiled stuff, Mm-hmm. and I can't not. I can't like. There's no way to to block a image from a scene, like a still. I know, right? You know so what I got like, spoiled, oh, okay. Lonnie? What?
1: Summer, I turned pretty.
2: How dare you? Get I did.
1: That. I did. Someone's like people were being mean about Taylor Swift. So here you go. Here's how the books end, and so oh now I know up. that.
2: Don't oh don't don't tell me.
1: I'm not going to tell you. I know how much you care about that show. <laughs> <Sure.
2: laughs> She's the problem, it's her.
1: She is, it's true.
2: <laughs> okay, well, that's been us talking about no hard feelings, a uh, back-to-back feelings weeks on the podcast. Mm. Maybe we can find something else that has feelings in the title for next week's anyway. Oh, my God. Maybe not. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm Sorry, I went blank trying to think. I was going to make an Indiana Jones pun, but then didn't. Mm. Okay. Once more, with feeling, I don't know, retiring, what? I it's fine. Bye.
2: Well, we've got a big back catalogue. You can get amongst that. We're on socials in some form. Follow us along. Or just like tell your friends and, and listen to the podcast every week. We don't do this for money. We do it for for your entertainment. So, for us, really.
1: We do it for ourselves, let's be honest. Nice. We like talking about
2: movies. And why not? record that
1: exactly
2: all right farewell goodbye
0: we'll see you next time bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen